Hey friends, welcome to the Philly Connect podcast. We are back with another episode and we've got some really fun and special guests here with us today. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Ladies first. Okay. Such a gentleman. Thank you. <laughs> My name is Nena KK. My name is Charles Little. My name is just Markui. That's what I go by. Just that one namer. Wow. Markui. Oh, wow. We got a special one. Okay. okay. <laughs> What's up? What up, Philly Connect World? What up, people? What up? What's going down? <laughs> All right. So today we are talking about um, a fun topic. Nena and I were actually at dinner last night, and some of the stuff that we're talking about today came up, and it was just girls at dinner. So now we get to have the guy's perspective. We are talking about leadership, um, leadership in men, leadership in women. But I think in society and culture, we tend to hear things as it relates to being leaders more so with men, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to relationship dynamics. We're going to cover that, too. We're going to talk about the modern woman, this term that's being thrown around and how leadership plays into that. And we're going to also probably cover something to do with leadership in in the home versus on the job or out kind of in the world. So let's just start by talking about what do you think, what do you consider a leader to be specifically as a man? So I'll start with you guys and then, no, no. Oh, man, that's cool. Um, man, that's a, that's a hard question. But now in all seriousness, um, <laughs> uh, I just, you know, God's will is perfect, right? And then uh, also as uh, people that we want to be able to be lead by example, right? So I think leadership is leading by example, not by what you say. But kind of about what you do, right? Okay. Um, operate a lot of humility, love, kindness, and patience with people. God can do a lot more through you because God is looking for that heart, that willing vessel. And so leadership is like, ultimate leadership is Christ, right? Um, mm-hmm. Christ died for all of us, right? In addition to that, um, his disciples, what did they do when they walked with him, right? And then um, also how we look into society's society leadership. Uh, a, lot a lot of people... Of people it's hard, it's hard to identify, identify those roles, roles in leadership, but, but I think that, that everybody has strengths and weaknesses. And so I think the one thing that people have a misconception of when it comes to leadership is just one personal. It's really oneness, right? Oh, that's good. It's really oneness. So, you know, when we talk about, just say relationships, for example, it can be friendship, romantic love, parents and children. Yep. When it comes to leadership and relationships, God has provided a way for people to understand each other through the Holy Spirit. Right, but also being being sensitive to the Holy Spirit when it comes to leadership, because there's gonna be times and situations you may be take a lead a lead role in communicating or listening. Mm-hmm. So leadership does it, it goes hand in hand. It's um it's interpersonal. So it's awareness and knowing kind of how to pull certain things out yeah, of people. Definitely, that was good. That was good. <laughs> uh, thank you, man, for for because I wasn't ready to start. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, no, I agree with what you're saying, man. Um. So I like to look at, you know, examples, analogies. So corporate America, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, companies with the most effective leaders are leaders who understand the mission, right, of the company, right? They know the mission of the company, and they understand not just how to first, well, they understand how if they're going to be effective leaders, then they have to walk out the mission of that, that, that company and lead everyone who's following them, you know, according to that mission. And um, I think that, no, I know that the most effective way to lead people is by commanding respect, not demanding respect. You know, an individual who crosses their T's, there's a major difference, yeah. right? 
Uh, one is definitely less bossy. <laughs> uh, um, you know, and, and so, you know, but understand when you understand that when you cross your T's and dot your I's, okay, that an individual will, and, and you're successful in it, individual will gain confidence, you know, in you and trust in your leadership. And, and when I used to manage a retail store in my early 20s, I never asked my employees to do anything that I wasn't willing to show for first in my actions. Mm-hmm. And these were people that were, some of them were 10, 15 years, 20 years my senior, who were willing to follow me into battle, so to speak, because I led by, by my actions. Yep. You know, so um, when it comes to the mission, right, the CEO may understand the mission of the company. He may have come into the company 20 years after its founding, Right, and so the mission for the company pre predated him. Mm-hmm. In the same way, a husband, you know, uh, ought to understand that there is a mission that predates him. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, that mission is the reason why marital relationship exists to begin with. Um, and so uh, that mission being God's will, God's purpose. Yeah. And when he understands the mission of the master, then he can lead confidently. Right. And uh, I'll say this last thing, and I'll digress. Um, and be, before becoming a leader of others, you have to learn how to become a leader of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. The word disciple stems from discipline. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to lead yourself in terms of being a disciple That's good. of the mission of the master. Yep. And then you can bring someone else in underneath your leadership. Leadership. God doesn't bring anything to pass that he's promised. And he's provided an atmosphere for its survival, which he did in, in, on day six yeah. in Genesis. And just as God did that for us, we should do that for, you know. Yeah. That's good. Sorry, so no, you're good. <laughs> so leading by example yeah. with your actions, yeah. you said it stems from mission. Nana, you want to add anything to what it means to be a leader? Well, what I will say, I agree with both of them. I feel like leadership, the number one thing that I look for and that I've realized is humility. Mm. So what I've noticed is when I look in, like for a leader growing up, um, especially in church, when I would see them do certain things, I would want to follow them. You know, a lot of times they say, um, do as I say, not as I do. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's, it's the opposite. <laughs> because if I see that, oh, he's humble enough to do this, like, oh, okay, then he's putting himself out there. I, I can follow him. I believe what it is that he's saying because mm-hmm. he's also doing. Mm-hmm. So I like, I agree with everything that they said. Yeah, that's good. So let's kind of hone in a little bit deeper. What does it mean for, I guess, in in context of what you just shared, is there any difference now when we talk about a man being a leader in with your definitions or would there be anything you add on a man being a leader in his in his home or just in general, in general. Or, or we can talk about in home versus in a career space outside of the home okay um i believe that that women can lead in a career space mm-hmm. right i met the ceo of lockheed martin phenomenal woman brilliant woman um and was very successful i'm not sure if she's still a ceo but very successful and leading the company. Um, but of course, like E. Martin wasn't founded by God, you know. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> marriage, however, you know, yeah. was established by God. Okay. And God, God's order of things is that the man should be the leader because anybody with more than one head is a monster, you know. And um, not only that, anybody with the head out of place is defective. Yeah. So um, in the home, I believe that the husband should be the leader, but he should lead correctly. And what does that mean? Um, going back to what I said earlier, right? He has to understand the mission, because that's like, that's like, that's a whole lot that we can unpack, right. right? But understanding the mission of the master, 
you know, and, and as uh, um, Nana said, you have to, you know, humility is everything. Yeah. Right? Humility is absolutely everything. Um, and a man, in order to lead effectively, he needs the respect of his wife. That's why a man who understands his worth and his mission and God's mission should choose his wife carefully. You mm-hmm. know, likewise, a wife Hopefully. should choose her husband, <laughs> you know, accept yes. and choose her husband carefully, right? Yeah. Because you may have a woman who does not understand the order of God's creation of marriage mm-hmm. and may oppose and object to everything that he's saying, you know, yeah. for various reasons. No, and we can talk about that order real quick. Um, so women, it's actually pretty specific in the Bible that women are covered by men. Men are covered by Christ and Christ is covered by God. And that's kind of the um, submission, you know, and then Ephesians 5 talks about submission. Um, we tend to focus on, I think a lot as women, we hear women need to submit, men need to lead. I'm like, who am I submitting to if I don't trust his leadership, right? That's a big thing. And then also leadership doesn't mean control. It doesn't mean all these other things. So one thing that I think for women, Nana, you can chime in, um, is we want to know that whoever we are being told to, not told, but whoever we are eventually submitting to in the home (laughs) is someone that's also submitting to um, Christ and and or other accountability partners, mentors, et cetera, because submission is a, um, it is a, it's very telling of your leadership. I got a question for Go you. Go ahead. Why are you talking about submission? So uh, I want to hear from the ladies today. Okay. <laughs> We're going to shift it a little bit. Um, when you look at the word um, submission, Corinne, um, Nina, which y'all, how, y'all, how y'all identify the word submission? How, what does that mean? It's getting good now. Go ahead. This is your time. This is the time to shine. <laughs> this is y'all time. Um, well, when I think about submit, I just feel like it means respect. I don't really feel like it means to be a servant, but I just feel like respect, um, love, and care. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like submission means. Okay, cool. I just want to know how we're talking about leadership and we get stuck on the word submission. That's what I want you to know. know. Every <laughs> you know, you said about submission. I mean, I'm talking about submission as it relates to everybody. I'm going for it. But okay. I think um, submission is being able to listen um, and to respect someone's authority um, based on what's being discussed talked about yeah that's it going once going twice i mean it's it for now yes all right cool. go ahead so <laughs> the reason i asked you that asked you that question i mean i got a great understanding a couple of years ago i went to um a marital counselor right premarital counselor years ago years ago um but what she told me um, the lady in the ministry she said and Correct me if I'm wrong. She said what submission means is control strength. Controlled strength. Control strength. So that that's not it's not about being a woman or a man. It just means in God's perspective of looking at it in from just from a biblical perspective, be able to control who you are mm-hmm. to submit to God to each other. That's really good. Yeah. So like so what happens is if you know in a situation or an atmosphere or a relationship, no matter who it is, you might necessarily you might have some great strengths. But you honor people mm-hmm. in a situation or relationship that you might be strong, but you allow your discipline 
and the relationship we have with Christ and the Holy Spirit to allow them to take the leadership in that particular situation. That's such a good point. And I think um, that's a good leader, right? Mm -hmm. And something that came up at dinner last night, we were talking about, you know, the ambitious woman and how it seems as if that can be somewhat intimidating for men, maybe for certain types of men or men in general when they are like, oh, she's a career woman. She's focused on her career and she wants to accomplish X, Y, and Z, but who's going to take care of the home? Um, so I've been hearing this term, modern woman. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want us to talk about that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, um, a, you know, a woman who is wanting to advance in her career, also have a home and take care of the family and the kids? Um, but the balance, you know, as a man being able to lead that and then, Nana, from your perspective as a woman, like wanting to be with a man who's a leader and then also be able to do what you feel is per your purpose to do in your life. Exactly. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I think I'm going to stay around this analogy, right, the, the, the company and CEO. And, and so <clears throat> I heard Dr. Evans put it this way. He said that um, I think he said that he's the CEO and is his uh, late wife. Um, it's the COO, mm -hmm. right? And I think that, again, a wise leader chooses to surround themselves with individuals who are strong in the area that they need them in. That's why, guys, you're listening, choose wisely. Um, Tell me again. Choose wisely, <laughs> folks. Choose Amen. wisely. Amen. Um, because the house that you take years to build can be burned down in minutes. Ooh. So, um, so th with that being said, when I look at submission from leadership, a submissive leader, what they'll do is they'll they'll submit to the expertise, mm -hmm. right? That's good. Of the COO, because you hired a COO for a reason. You're not strong with, you know, the operations of the company, right? So allow the COO mm -hmm. to do their job, you know. Um, and of course, as a CEO, you have the final say. Right. But if you're wise you'll understand that your say isn't always right, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I'll, I'll say that um, to, to, to that. And uh, what was the other? the other Modern. Modern woman. Modern woman. <laughs> now, thank you, bro. So <laughs> to me, I don't find it intimidating at all. What I don't like is I don't like the family dynamic suffering because individuals have may have something to prove, right? Um, again, oh. men or women, individual men, men or women, okay. yeah, because because men causes the cause the family harm too because they have something to prove. But we, in this aspect, we're talking about the career woman, mm -hmm. right? So nothing wrong with the career woman, but I I feel like I I, I believe this that if you chose to get married as a mm -hmm. woman and you desire to have children, then you have to understand that your family comes first, because I find I I believe that women will find it hard to even respect the man who isn't putting forth his best effort to provide for his home, regardless mm -hmm. of what a, woman, what a woman says, well, I make more money so I can take care of it. No. When you're shuffling and moving around other powerful men on your career and your husband is taking a back seat to his because he's, he's picking up the slack at home, you're going you're gonna to find it hard to respect him and value him, even if it's subconscious because of how women are, are designed. Natural, it's a natural thing. It's right? interesting. Okay. So, so if you're going to get married and have children, that should be your primary focus because our babies are going to be who are going to make an imprint 
on the world. Mm-hmm. What your children, what you leave behind in your children are going to be far greater than what you leave behind at a Fortune 500 company. They'll replace you in a New York minute. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? They will, but yeah. your family can't. They never can. Yeah. You know, so that's my aspect. That I don't think it's intimidating at all. Um, there are some attitudes that some corporate women or some career women driven, driven women bring that I would never, ever have anything to do with. Never. No, no. What do you think? <laughs> I know, because my face is just real twisted. But Talk to us. I um, understand what he's saying, but it the only thing that when you said something to prove, it sounded, although Corinne did say men, men or, or women, like both, but I just feel like a woman can, can still have a career and take care of her family. Like, I feel like if she's moving up in a Fortune 500 company, it doesn't mean that she's putting her family on the back burner because what would, what does that say about the man who does that? Is he putting his family on the back burner? I feel like everyone has what works for them. If a woman's working I don't, and a man is, is, at, is at home with the kids, I don't think she's going to disrespect him or not respect him. If anything, if I know that, for example, you can marry a woman who's a doctor and a man who is a teacher, obviously the doctor is making more but, and he might have more time with the children. I feel like she would respect him more because she's ta- he's taking such a hands-on approach versus other men that she's working with. You know what I mean? I think it's the type of woman you go after. If you know who you married, you know that she's not going to disrespect you just because she makes more money. I feel That's like real. it's a situation. It's I think it's situation-based. I don't want to just put a blanket over it and say, oh, all women who make more than their husbands or see that their husband isn't, you know, providing, you know, like the status quo, you know, will be disrespected in the home. I just don't agree with that. Yeah. Well, well yeah, and I, and I hear what you're saying. And I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that a woman can have a career. Just know, right, <laughs> that maternal instinct, that that desire to want to also, you know, be there to a certain degree for your children. Mm-hmm. You, no one can do it all. To give up time in one place, something is going to lack some worth. And I'm not, I'm not saying that man can't and men shouldn't. Because from day one, you know, I've been there for my children, right? Um, um, I, 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 I mean, doing the combing my daughters there. I just helped to take her braids out yesterday. You know, just you know, doing different hands-on things that a man traditionally would say, I'm not doing that. That's the woman's job. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But I am saying that. And, and of course, you know, a lot of these are, are generalized statements because this isn't uh, it's for us to go through every single person in the world. We, that's impossible, right? Mm-hmm. And talk about what this or that person would do. But what I am saying is that there is a lot of of ego, right? And yeah. we, men and women. But right now, the question was geared toward you know women. You know? So there's a lot of ego concerning, or have, not even just ego, because a lot of what women do in corporate America, you know comes from the way that we've treated women over the years, right? And so it's like I have to outwork, outshine, because these men are trying to, mm-hmm. you know, sabotage my efforts because they don't think I'm smart enough, good enough, whatever the case may be. Um, so there's different motivation behind it. But no, a man nor a woman should never get lost in a purpose for them getting married to begin with. That's good. Can we keep it 100? Yeah, please. Are you yeah, sure? Are. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we do a, we can keep it 1,000. All right, so look um, – Man, modern woman, all these great things about modernness, right? Um, <laughs> bottom line, this is this is what I look at, it, right? I just simplified it a little bit, right? Um, people can do what they want to do, right? People can do exactly what they want to do. But check this out: if you do decide to get in a relationship, yeah, if you do decide to get married, know that God is gonna 
going to address certain things inside of you that needs to be changed because mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is the agent for change, right? So you have these great intentions about going in relationships and have it on the surface level what you want and what it's supposed to look like, but people grow and develop over time. Yeah, absolutely. And your spouse is supposed to encourage you and refine you based on your application, God's word, mm-hmm. God's principles, and the spirit of God moving inside because the word says... Um, be slow to speak, right? Yep. Because you need to be a good listener in relationships, right? You got to listen to your spouse. Not the stuff they say, the stuff they don't say. Yeah. Because people want to have, I, I believe that people have a, the number one sense of growing a relationship is feeling valuable. That's good. Having yeah. value. You want to know that, yeah. Right. Despite of the, the, the expectations, despite of her being a modern woman, a man, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. a person wants to feel valued yep. in their relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. And if you lose sight of having the value, everything else is just church colloquialism. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to submit to my husband. Oh, nope. the Bible says this. Or, you know. Yeah. But it, what it really is, you can't teach value. Yeah. So when you get in a relationship with somebody, they have to have value for them. Mm-hmm. Not what nobody else sees from a relationship, mm-hmm. but that particular person. Because it can look a lot of different ways. Yeah. But the value aspect of it in the relationship is going to bring so much encouragement. Mm-hmm. Someone's building up for the relationship. Someone's building up with the foundation. Right. How the kids see you. How other people see you. How the church see you. <laughs> how believers see you. Because people are going to see that, like, man, that person really honors and values their they spouse. Yes. They don't see nothing else but the value that you show on a day-to-day basis with the person. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. So I, we're going to wrap this up. I want to ask one more question. And um, we kind of just touched on it. But what is the difference for both men and women being a leader and we can kind of maybe hone in on this specifically in the house versus outside of the house and what should that if how does that that, that dynamic change or how should it change if it should mm. anybody yeah, feel free all right okay okay know, okay 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 value i mean we're talking about how it looks like yeah. inside outside talking about gender roles um, but I mean, it can, yeah, if you want it. Look, y'all, I, I stayed home with a, a little baby for six months, and it was very painful. <laughs> like, uh, not in a bad way, right? But, like, from being a man, like, me in a tradition, like, I'm going to stay home, and rock a bad baby. wife was working? or Yeah, she was okay. work, wife was working. I took a time off because we uh, we had a, a mutual group, and then I'm going to stay home with the baby. Got it. Now, it wasn't really that fun. Mm-hmm. But what, what happened is, I mean, any situation that, it might seem challenging for a person. God can use that as opportunity for yes. them to grow. Yeah. So when I was able to stay home with my child, I valued the, mm. the time. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in my mind, you're like, man, I'm a man. I need to go to work. Yeah. But right. But like you rocking the baby and feeding the baby and getting up with the baby is your need. It's, it's teaching you how to to be a servant. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you look at roles and when it comes to relationships or uh, leadership or um gender roles it's about servanthood right uh, you you can learn a lot of different things from person not being saved or not saved but I've learned that when you get in a relationship with somebody you gotta be the best the, the server of all servants mm-hmm. just like when Christ died on the cross he was the ultimate sacrifice the lamb right but he served all of us for a purpose right to take away sin so serving in and out of the house basically yeah. that's at the end of the day you're saying that's what that's what it's about serving. you're leading you're serving your wife or you're serving Husband. In whatever capacity, all your outside. friends, all yeah. your parents. Yeah. 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 What do you? Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to. Go ahead. Um, I'm, I agree. I feel like um, when it comes to roles outside and inside of the house, I feel like um, 
you should pick up where your partner lacks. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like there's specific gender roles. Like, for example, if I'm not a master chef, but my husband is, he should, you know, well, not he should, but he would want to. You, you need know, to go cooking. Yeah. No, I can't cook. Yeah, because <laughs> we want the food to taste good. Like, you know what I mean? Like certain things like that. Or if I'm um, my work schedule isn't the best for our kids, he can pick up the slack where I lack. I mean, there's seven days out the week. I don't believe that somebody is busy like 100 percent of the time. Yeah, we can make a schedule. If both of us are busy, we have family, you know, um, a village raises a child. Like, mm-hmm. We have our parents, we have siblings, we have godparents, you know, our best friends that can help. I just don't want it to be a specific, oh, women do this, men do this. Like, everyone should just do what works for their family. No one should feel pressured to fit into a box. Yeah. 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 No, I, I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, I don't want y'all to think I was saying, oh, it's it's fixed, you know. Man, no, no. It that. is fixed. Go ahead. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, do, you do, you do, again, with the company, it's a team. Yes. Right? Um, you know, and, and, and you choose, the CEO is going to choose based on the needs and the strength of this individual and their competency mm-hmm. and filling that need. And and when it comes to a family, um, you, you you should know men and women who you're marrying, right? right? You should have basically vetted that person during the dating and the courting stages, right? To know mm-hmm. what they're how can two walk together unless they agree, right? Yes. That's true. And so that that's important. And I and I do I do agree that, you know, there are times where yeah, maybe several times, right, where a man needs to, you know, pick up in slack where he traditionally otherwise mm-hmm. may not. There are things that I actually enjoy cooking, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy doing that, right? right. Um, um, now, do I want to be cooking all the time? No. no. <laughs> Sometimes I want to come home and smell food, you know what I mean? Right. But, but, you know, and the kids and stuff like that, you know, changing diapers, spending time. It's about the quality of time, right? right. But you do what's needed, mm-hmm. right, to fulfill the mission of the master, you know. And you're able to identify those needs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. As long as neither individual gets lost in the idea where you should be, you should be, no, we should be as needed. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's good. So leadership is, it's purposeful. And I think what I'm hearing from both sides is women don't want a man who can't lead with purpose. And then men don't want a woman who understands leadership, (laughs) um, but also has purpose. And then on top of that, isn't deferring all responsibilities on either side to each other and that's the only way that whether it's you know you're using the corporate example a leader in that space it works the same way and then inside of a home or relationship also works the same way um but looks a little bit different and i know we could go on and talk even more about like women i've heard this a lot too like not bringing you kind of alluded to it there's certain things that characteristics that you don't want to bring into the home um, that maybe she had to be more assertive or certain things like on the job. Um, But all like really great points of, you know, context for us. And hopefully I'm sure, you know, we'll, we'll continue this conversation to come, but go ahead. You want to add something else? Well, but I, I don't know how I've been sounding, but I do want to add, I do understand that there are certain roles um, that a woman has to do because she's the only one that can do it right oh yeah for sure so it sounds like we should do a discussion on gender roles (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) i think that will be a really fun topic and we'll we'll definitely come back to that um but we're gonna wrap this up here thank you guys for being on today and talking about leadership talking about the modern woman or career woman 
um, and just dynamics in a relationship. So um, we'll be back in a couple weeks. If you are not following us yet, please make sure you follow, subscribe, like, comment, share the podcast, and we look forward to seeing you again. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See you later. Thank you. Bye.